never negate a good working keyword. And that applies to your initial question as well. If you have something that is working, don't turn it off. Selling on Amazon is not passive income, which is why you're here listening to me. My name is Stephen Pope, and I'm the founder of my Amazon guy. In clips like you'll see today, we talk to Amazon sellers and ask them about the pains they experience. We offer solutions. We talk about PPC, SEO, design, and catalog troubleshooting. Enjoy. All right. So tell me, what's your question today? Nice to see you guys. Hi, nice to meet you. Glad to be here for sure. Um, okay, so I have a. We've had a an online presence for a couple of year, years now, and I've been bringing our product uh, more and more. It's been ranking better and better. I I uh, subscribed to Helium, so I kind of felt I wanted to try to understand this all better by thinking I could, you know, uh, manage PPC and campaigns and all, but. Prior to my involvement, I had third parties set up campaigns um, and they're still running in my product and I'm still not comfortable at all turning them off or altering them in any way. And I, I fear that I'm uh, duplicating the efforts and spending too much on campaigns. Uh, Great question. They're ba basically just, they're, I don't really know how well they're performing or if I could be doing just as well with one campaign instead of three, you know, that I have videos running, I have exacts, I have, you know, I have a variety of things. So while I'm trying to learn, I'm spending a lot of money. I don't think I need to be spending. So, so, so your inquiry makes perfect sense to me and, and your why makes sense too. You, so, so you're trying to find out whether you should turn off some old campaigns, third parties have set up, Right. And your litmus test is, I don't want to be to waste money. So it wow. makes perfect sense. Yeah. The answer that I'll give you is most likely you shouldn't turn them off. Here's why. They're not duplicating or hurting you. Okay. Unless the ACOS is above your standard, right? So do you have an ACOS target? No. Okay. So, um, no, I don't. What, do you know what your average is? Like 35%, 40%, whatever it might yeah, be? Yeah, that, that would be about what I'd hope, hope to have. Okay. If the old campaigns are meeting your ACOS goal, leave them alone. Don't turn them off. So technically does, for instance, even on a PPC, uh, two different word campaigns, are you paying twice if the same word is used well, no. in two different campaigns? This is a common uh, question, and it's and it's a little bit confusing because it is a, a marketplace of bid operations or auction house, if you will. Uh, but no, you'd never bid against yourself under any condition. That never happens. Okay. So whether you have two ad groups with the same keyword or you have 15 campaigns with the same keyword, you will never bid against yourself. So there's no there's no cannibalization as you have described. Okay. Having said that, there is a form of cannibalization, and I will define that, and it's very different than what you described. If you have a campaign that has more than 10 keywords in it, if you go into the data and the impressions, you will likely see that two or three of those keywords gets 80% of all of the impressions. Yeah. So the, can so the real cannibalization risk is not from one keyword in multiple locations. 
It's too many keywords in one location. Okay. And so segmentation is a valuable PPC technique to address this scenario. Um, one of my favorite uh, sayings is never negate a good working keyword. And that applies to your initial question as well. If you have something that is working, don't turn it off. Now, if you have some old third-party campaigns that you haven't done a bid optimization in three months and the ACOS is 15% higher than your target, okay, no problem. Turn that off. But don't turn it off if it's working. Okay. Uh, your, your video a few weeks ago on how to go into the Amazon, uh, you know, forgetting the, the, the technique, but basically um, gleaning out the words that are working that particular, prior to that particular inquiry uh, was very valuable, you know, picking up the, uh, the, uh, the, the words the words of the day that are that are that are working for your for your listing. You talk, you're talking about the search query performance report? Correct. That yes. was excellent. So and that you know I tried to apply what I discovered from that. I actually rewrote my title on one of my products and it is performing even better. Now it's hard to say this time of year if things are performing well or not because this time of year, you know, things are made five usually they improve no matter what so many people are searching you know for everything so but here, here's the way you find out so on this search query performance report which is what um our guest is talking about uh so so this is one of my brands it's called lily posh uh we had two million dollars of merchandise sitting in a warehouse abandoned for three years and we decided to launch it on amazon so we have a lot of cool things that's going on so on the back end Today is week 47 with the available data. And if you took any one of the impression um, shares and the click shares, so if you looked at this column right here, brand share column down this way, and then the click ratio column right here, if you made the title to the change and your market share went up, even if your overall sales go up, that doesn't matter because the market share, if it goes up, that proves the title change made sense. Yeah. So, so for example, let's say we change the title to have fleece sweatshirts for women, and we didn't have that in the title prior. Right. We added it to the title, and the impression share went from 0.59 to 1%, yeah. and the click-through rate went from 1% to 2%. If that happened, I would know for 100% certainty that the title change was a valid change. So I right. think you have a way to validate how much of an impact that had for it. Well, and, and how often do you do the query in the research? How, how often would you recommend that one, you know, does this purging or, you know, reevaluation of, of, of your content based on the query report? As often as you can is the true answer. This is like asking the dentist, how often should I floss my teeth? Yeah. There's technically no wrong answer to that question, right? Right. But some people get, get stuff stuck in their teeth more frequently and need to floss more often or more vigorously, right? So the question you have to ask yourself is on your list of priorities. And, and when, when Amazon sellers are just trying to figure out like, oh my gosh, I have this ever ending list of things I need to do as a seller. Right. It's very difficult to prioritize, right? 
logistics should always be number one. If you run out of stock, you violated the whole purpose of selling on Amazon, right? right. Number two should be PPC because if you F that up, you're going to be spending too much money or you're not going to be getting enough traffic. And then probably number three, I would, I would stick SEO in here. And, and I would tell you, if you talk to 10 marketers who talk about, or 10 Amazon experts, none of them would put SEO that high. None of them would. And that makes me a contrarian. Um, but I think you should put SEO very high in your list for a lot of reasons. Number one, PPC costs are going up. We so sure you, yeah. you would never set up a PPC campaign for $10,000 in ad spend and, and not go back to it and update the bids, right? Right. How many Amazon sellers do one set it and forget it SEO campaign, a $10,000 value, let's say, and never change it and never go back and update it? Well, so, that's, that's what I'm saying. I have these campaigns that started that I, I relied on third parties to set up for me because of their expertise, but I've been paralyzed and I haven't touched them. That's why I think, you know, I need to get a better handle on this. So thank you for what you do. Um, I'm, I'm committed. I mean, Renee, Renee is a, a colleague here in the office, but she works on a whole nother type of product, but it's all still the same. It's all still e-com with, you know, many SKUs and all of that. So, so Renee, you know, Steve roped you into being on camera to a random show today. Congratulations. <laughs> but I do watch your stuff all the time. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, well, I appreciate you guys being fans. Uh, definitely don't turn off old working keywords or campaigns. That's the bottom line. And Steve, it was really great to hear that we had a positive impact on your, your brand and business. Well, I, I actually hired your services too, but I, that's a whole other thing. But a little plug, a little plug to my Amazon guy, and you guys did a great job uh, helping me uh, with with relisting some products. So that's another thing. But anyway, uh, thank you for being a customer as well. Right, exactly. Slam that like and subscribe button and join me every Thursday, noon Eastern Standard Time, where you can watch Amazon sellers come on camera and ask me literally any question live. We'll see you then.